Hey, it's Fallon. Want my recipe for a great Valentine's Day? There's just one ingredient, Lunds and Byerly's. Whatever makes Valentine's Day perfect for you, L&B has the best version. Beautiful flowers from Bachman's, divine European pastries crafted by skilled pastry chefs, premium chocolates, and of course, the heartfelt card. And don't even get me started on the sumptuous steak, salmon, and lobster tails. Stop by Lunds and Byerly's today and elevate your Valentine's Day. Minnesota Goodbye most of the time is uh, emails unless we find something really interesting that we can carry a conversation on and make it interesting for, you know, like 15 minutes. Today, Fallon and I have nothing, really nothing. I mean, there's a little bit. You're looking at me like you do have something. We do have emails. Is there we something have, else you want to bring up? We have emails. I'm trying to figure out what to do with all of today. It's her birthday. She's two. I mean, it's oh, not it's much you can today. do with yeah. it. Yeah, wow. So I'm going to figure out what to do. I didn't plan anything because we have a party, but I, like, I want to yeah. take her to do something on her birthday. I don't know what I'm going to do. Has she been to the zoo? Yeah. Okay. She likes the zoo. I'm kind of let down by the zoo a lot of times. I feel bad saying that. Why? I don't know. I guess I'm like, like, I think, I think I've grew up in like in a farm atmosphere where you could touch the animals. Obviously you can't touch the animals in a zoo. This is the stupidest topic. You're like, the thing dummy ever. that wants to cross I, into I the do. orangutan no, or the polar bear cage. No, I'm just saying like, I think like I get like so excited for it. And it, it's a lot, it's like one of those things when your kid's that little, you build up in your head. You mm, think it's okay. going to be great and they get tired and they don't want to be in their stroller and it's a lot of walking. And so I think the zoo is a little bit better for when she's a little bit older. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like when we go to Fondo Rosa, we'll go like once a year because it's too far away. Tell me what that is again. It's where you like lots of animals that just walk like It's loose. like a petting zoo. Yeah. Kind okay. of. Um, and deer and stuff. That one, it's like, there aren't a ton of different animals. But you can go feed and pet the ones yep. you actually do go around. So I feel like that entertains her a lot more. Um, I don't know. Well, today you can't do it. But I was going to say Seaver's Corn Maze is awesome because they have like the petting zoo. Yeah. And they have like, there's so many things that even a little kid, she'd love to get in the corn pit. She would. That I mean, would that be great. Would be really we'll probably cool. just take her to like a park, like a park with a bunch of kid stuff. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Um, emails. This is from Annie. Hello, everyone. I know E. White and Zach are on different shows, but I still want to give them a shout out. Shout out. I'll start with a random question. Does Zach also do his own podcast? I remember E. White mentioning one. And could you please give me the name again? It's, I think it's called The Wake Up, I believe. Yeah. But I'm not sure about the get Zach. Up. The Get Up. Yes, you're right. The Get Up. Uh, now to my main point of my email. I noticed you get a fair number of questions, comments, rants about workplace situations. And I thought I'd make a recommendation to a site I really like. Uh, it's called askamanager.org. It's got a lot of practical, sensible, targeted advice on writing better cover letters, dealing with difficult coworkers and bosses, success stories, and more. There are also hilarious posts that make people who listen to the show notice. Uh, I'm sorry. There are also hilarious posts that will make the people who listen to your show notice, Dave. I didn't call them listeners. Ha ha. Thank you. Instantly feel better about their own weird colleagues and circumstances. The site's author, Allison Green, also sells the following books that I suggest um, and uh, one is called Ask a Manager, How to Navigate Clueless Colleagues, Lunch-Stealing Bosses, and the Rest of Your Life at Work. Wow. Two, How to Get a Job, Secrets of a Hiring Manager. I also love your HR bit. I work in HR, but take zero offense at this segment. Thank goodness. Uh, every time I laugh so hard, I have stopped working. Uh-oh, report me. Oh, wait, I am HR. Also a big fan of the morning show and the podcast. I appreciate all the entertainment news and advice over the years, especially during the pandemic. Keep up the fantastic work. 
Love y'all from Annie from Roseville. Thank That's you, very Annie. nice, Annie. And you know what? I'm going to save that email because I want to go on Ask a Manager uh, because I want to see what kind of things they have on there. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to tell you. Speaking of practical advice, every workplace has its good and it's bad. For sure, and, yeah. And I think sometimes you, in, in my old, I used to have an agent that said, every radio station is a toilet. They all just flush differently. <laughs> That's funny. And I figured out what she meant. It's like, every radio station's got problems. They're just different from the other radio station's problems. So if you leave here, you might go work with somebody who's got amazing equipment and beautiful studios, but the boss is an asshole. Right. Here we have basically archaic equipment. Yep. An okay studio. It's nothing special. But the people we work for are are nice and they're yeah. generous and they're kind and respectful and we're respectful to them. But we'll get those moments where we see someone else's like radio studio on like Instagram and we'll be so jealous. Like, oh my God, that's so nice. Or like they're set up for a live event. We'll be like, oh my gosh, look how much nicer their setup Beautiful. looks. Beautiful, yeah. Because like I always get jealous of like, yes, different shows in different cities. Um, uh, but then I'll talk to some of these different shows and they're like, oh my God, the program director is clueless. Yep. yep. He or she is an asshole. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing, um, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I will say the same thing to you. And I think it's one of the great lessons about work is if you're really unhappy at your job now, think about what are some of the things that might be at the other job. And I'll be honest, sometimes you don't know until you get there. Yeah. I remember I went from Columbus, Ohio years ago it was a great job i didn't get really get along really well with some of the people on the morning show but for the most part it was a great job we had huge ratings the boss was a phenomenal person i went to phoenix and i thought it would be the same thing no it was awful yeah everybody was having sex with each other everybody was on drugs everybody was lazy everybody should have found another career besides radio because they weren't good at it and um i mean it, and i don't even care if some of them here 30 years later, me saying that because, I mean, seriously, enough as time has passed. There's a lot of people at that station that weren't good at what they did. Right. But they sure love to fuck and do drugs. Okay, Dave. Good guy. <laughs> okay, we had to make a little edit there. So if that seemed abrupt, there was just something yeah. that it was a technical error. We had to make a, a little edit there. So uh, continuing on with some more emails, um, uh, which I have to open them up again. And um, hold on one You've second. You've got this, Dave. You've got this. All right, this. here we go. Uh, Dave Fallon, Jenny Tina. My mom has been having health issues, and we had to move her out of my grandparents' five-bedroom house that she inherited and I grew up in. Needless to say, it was too much for her, but we moved her close to us in a one-bedroom apartment, which means she has to downsize by quite a big amount. Of course, if she really needed it, we kept it. And I'm talking about things, apparently. Yeah. How are some things she wanted to keep, like appliances from the 70s and 80s? Their cords were old and braided cord that's no longer safe. I said we're going to get rid of it, buy her new updated appliances. That caused her to go off saying my generation doesn't value anything like heirlooms that could be handed down. So here's my quandary. As a small, diverse group of varying young ages, some of us, I ask you, if you have something that's a bit beat up that might be a hand-me-down, do you repair it or replace it? Um, today, I think we're very much a replacement we're a replaced a, community, a, yeah. a, a society. Yeah. I mean, if I, I can't think of anything for an example, um, uh, but I, especially an appliance. Yeah. I will say this. I have a clock on the wall that I bought my mom and dad for Christmas. It was about $70. It's a clock with a chime and it's got the yeah. pendulum and, 
And that was a lot of money for me, like 70 or $80 when I was about 19 years old. Mom and dad are gone now, so I have the clock in my dining room. And it's like one of the main things in that you hear the clock chime yeah. all the time. And we love it. But I don't know that anybody's going to care about it. Yeah. I don't think Allison or Carson will want it. So one day when we're cleaning out the house, I mean, I could donate it, but I don't even know if anybody would want it. It's not expensive. It's not like, an heirloom. So like I went through all of room and there are so many like stuffed animals and toys and stuff I'm going to get rid of. And I'm like, I don't know if you can donate this Nobody stuff, wants stuffed animals. But I sorry. feel bad just throwing them away. You got to throw them away. I know. And people say, well, donate them to a police department because they would like to keep teddy bears in the trunk in case there's a kid that, you know, they have to console. And so people will bring their stuffed animals down to the police department. They don't need them. They've yeah. already got an abundance. If I'm wrong, let me know. Um, but you stuffed animals. Yeah. My tip for stuffed animals is you always forget who gave it to them. So if you get a little stuffed turtle right on the tag in a little Sharpie mm-hmm. from grandma 2009 or whatever it is, because one day you might want to keep one that was special from grandma, but you will not remember who they came from unless you write it on the tag. Yeah. I'm just getting rid of a bunch of them I don't care about, but, um, I will say that, Appliances. My mom said the same appliances her whole life, so I get why you're doing that because they made them a lot better back in the day where they did last for 30 years. Yeah, no, they make them. They make them. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, designed obsolescence. <laughs> planned obsolescence. I think they call it. Hey, I'm sorry we got to wrap it up. We have some technical issues. It's a little bit shorter version, but thank you for listening to the Minnesota Goodbye. Hey, it's Fallon. Want my recipe for a great Valentine's Day? There's just one ingredient. Lunds and Byerly's. Whatever makes Valentine's Day perfect for you, L&B has the best version. Beautiful flowers from Bachman's, divine European pastries crafted by skilled pastry chefs, premium chocolates, and of course, the heartfelt card. And don't even get me started on the sumptuous steak, salmon, and lobster tails. Stop by Lunds and Byerly's today and elevate your Valentine's Day.